0: Welcome to the Digital Broker Podcast with me, Ryan Deeds, where we help agents and brokers drive profitability through operational excellence. Welcome to another episode of the Digital Broker Podcast, a podcast with me, Ryan Deeds, where we talk about agency operations, innovation, technological adoption, employee engagement, and all the things that make your agency cool to work with. Big shout out to Indio, www.usendio.com for putting this podcast on and helping educate our distribution channel. If you don't know them, you should. They're a product that helps collect all this information from your clients, from your prospects, from your staff, and puts it in one place, decreases friction, makes everybody happier, and makes you look awesome. So if you don't know them, go check them out. So today's kind of a big day. I've got Ken Wall with me from Indio, and today will be my last day on the Digital Broker Podcast um it's been an interesting i think ken has been two years two two and a half years something like that yeah
1: yeah we were talking right it's been i mean to think back on when this got going i mean look at the number of the episodes right that that have right. been completed so we put an episode out every week i think we're at like 110 so we're yeah. two years plus
0: yeah man and i mean and you know it's it's probably been the most transformative two years in insurance agency space, especially because of the birth of insure tech, the maturation of insure tech, and now really the evolution of insure tech from being a buzz hyped word to a tool that's being leveraged in these agencies. And I just, I feel privileged to have been a part of uh part of that movement, you know, and a part uh, to be able to have a platform and a voice in that whole ecosystem. And this podcast has really provided that for me. And so it's kind of a, it's a bittersweet day. I'm, I just, to be honest, listeners, I'm just, I'm, I'm worn out. I've had a lot of personal changes in my life and there's just been a ton of um, stuff going on with a sure that I'm super excited about and I really need to focus there and so I, I I feel like I was not able to give the digital broker all the things that I had brought initially, and um, you know Ken and I were talking about what the future looks like, and and they've got some some big plans coming up for this down the stretch and I'm, I'll be excited I'll be a number one fan a big listener and, and maybe if I'm lucky I'll be able to come on as a guest at some point in time but you know I think first and foremost I just anybody that's listening out there I just I thank you I thank you for for being a part of this journey with me with NDO with Steve in the beginning and just overall being a part of uh, the movement I mean if you guys had listened to this podcast and you've listened to a few of these then you know what we've talked about you know that we've really sought to help insurance agencies and I've gotten so much feedback from firms and so much feedback from agencies that it really has uh, been a life-changing experience I think there it's put me in positions where I would not have been before and it's helped me uh, look smart in some cases which, which always helps anything that helps me look smart is a good thing and I've learned a ton and met a ton of people and so you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm truly appreciative of, of the opportunity and just to be a, a small player in this overall thing that we've seen become the insurance agency kind of ecosystem. When we started, I think there was like three podcasts for insurance agencies, right? right. I think there's like 30 podcasts for insurance agencies, right? You know? Yeah. And, it, says
1: uh, it says something though. It does. I, I mean, early on, well, one, you know, everything you said, Ryan is it goes both ways, right? We, grateful that we found each other, right? Early on. I mean, it was perfect timing. You have all this wealth of knowledge. There's no one that can speak about the operations within an agency, you know, better to you. You know, all the pieces. There's a lot of things that weren't discussed, right? There's always a lot of discussion around production and growth. Um, But even some of the stuff in the weeds that you always put a lot of attention on, like the account management roles or uh, the technical side of things where, Those are areas that sometimes would bring up discomfort, especially on the technical aspects of an agency and implementing technology. I think it was the perfect timing, whatever it was, two years ago, that we just kind of crossed paths. And I think that the shows, the, the material, the episodes, the interviews that you've put out, combined with how much the show has grown is just evidence in itself of the impact that you've made on our industry, the whole independent agent channel. And so it's really a thank you to you, um, to being able to help create this together. And it's, you know, it's two years of great memories. And like you said, it's not really a, a goodbye. It's kind of a see you later. Like we definitely have plans to do some cool things with the digital broker podcast going forward. We'll probably pause for a little bit and make sure we do it right. But when we do, you know, First guest is probably going to be Ryan Deeds, you know, and to kick things off. So it's, uh, I think what you know, I wanted to not spend the whole time of this episode talking about the sad part of you leaving because it is sad, but I think it's almost to reflect on a lot of the things that you had covered over the last two years. There's some huge takeaways that I think without you, uh, people would not have been able to go back to their operation and implement, and so. You know, I was hoping that maybe you could think back on a couple of the big things that you could leave people with that are really big things that, you, you, like you said, a ton of change over the last two years. What are some of those things that would be the most important for people to take away?
0: You know, I mean, when I think about, you know, what the most impactful or the most personally moving stuff for me it was when, you know, I'd have an account manager reach out and say, Hey, you know, uh, you had this podcast on leadership um in the role of a leader in an organization. And it really represented some of the things that are going on in our firm. And I never knew how to broach that subject with my leader, t- my my team. And I was able to send that to them and kind of say, Hey, uh, listen through this and then let's have a discussion about it. Or, you know, a CEO hit me up and saying, Man, you know this is what we're going to do you know we we listen to the data management stuff i mean i'm a data nerd and so i the one's i always got super jazzed about was trying to take data out of this like conceptual environment and bring it into a tactical place and then having a firm hit me up and say hey we did this or we're doing this and what do you think and how do we continue on with this i mean those were always awesome. You know, I, I loved meeting certain people. Like, uh, we met with Applied CEO the day that they they had Google uh, buy-in that, that weekend that that happened. That was super fun. You know, uh, that was when Reed was running the show. Um, and it was just a uh, – Reed French. And that was just a cool day to, to, to be there. You know, and then, I mean, the first year I got to work with Steve. And Steve, you know, I mean, the dude's awesome. You know, he's a luminary out there and definitely somebody who – all of us can, can take something away from. Um, and I think for me, you know, the most impactful ones and the, f- the ones that were the most fun was when I would have my account manager buddies on, you know, having them share their stories, their wins, their losses, you know, what made them happy and then having others come back and say, thank you so much for, for highlighting the, the, uh, our role, you know, because maybe we felt unheard, something like that, you know, Um, I don't know, there's been so many different kinds of responses. And and I I, I never really got any negative. Nobody was like, man, you suck. And you're real dumb, you know, (laughs) and obviously that that always made me that would have been terrible. But you know, it would be, I'd probably get five or 10 reach outs a week for people listening to the show. The first time I ever got a drink, that was a cool moment. Like I go into this bar, I was at like a NetView meeting and I'm sitting down and this lady's looking at me and I'm, I'm looking at my buddy and I'm like, Hey, I think she's checking me out. You know, I'm feeling all good about myself. I'm like, yeah. And she's like, uh, are you Ryan deeds? I'm like, Yes, I am, Ryan Dees. She's like, oh, my God, you're the digital broker. I'm, I'm like, I am on that podcast. Yes, I am. She's like, can I buy you a drink? I felt famous for a minute. You know, I was like, all right, that's awesome. That was cool. There was, you know, a, turning, think,
1: there, there was a, a point where you could, feel, I feel like going to the conferences where you could feel an energy around the podcast that there's a couple episodes early on. There's one episode specifically, uh, and you mentioned the account manager bringing in bringing the friends on that you had worked with in the past. There was one episode and I was going back through a bunch of our episodes before we jumped on here. It was the world through the eyes of an insurance account manager. And you had brought on Melissa Wilder. And Mm -hmm. I think it was the first episode that we did that you did. And also out there in the world, like, like just in general, like good content that's informative, that focused really on the account manager role right? Like it's, it's a role that often gets overlooked. Uh, unfortunately, hopefully that's changing. But you basically had this episode, you brought Melissa on, and you just hit it right head on. These are the things that matter. This is the title. This is the eyes. This is the world through the eyes of an account manager. It's like you need to put yourself in their shoes to understand how to have their job and their operation work better. That for me, that, that one first, even just off of the numbers of listens was significant compared to what we had done before. It really resonated. But then two, I feel like the timing of that, we would go to conferences and there'd be all these account managers coming up and they knew about the podcast. And I feel like it was just kind of this inflection point. Um, and it really hit something that clearly people had not been you know, talking about or hitting before.
0: Yeah, that one was that was a big one because it got passed around by a lot of different account managers, right? That was a real account I mean, I'm an account manager advocate, you know that obviously. I mean, I think it's an account manager world going forward, you know, I really do. I think that as we scale and I think that the agencies that have listened and bought into the digital broker message have definitely changed their viewpoint on what an account manager is capable of, especially with some of the ones that we've had on. I mean, these are extremely capable individuals. And I mean, you know, you think about like Olivia Schmidt, who's kind of a superstar now, right? She's out there and just killing it now. And she was on our show way early on. You know, like we were coming out of, uh, one of the, I think elevate, uh, when it was in new Orleans and we had her on for a couple of times and she came from an account manager role and now she's doing stuff with total CSR. It's awesome to see some of the insure tech firms that we had on really early before anybody knew anything about them. And now they're doing these really bang up things and they're big companies doing cool stuff, you know, and not, not to say that, that I had any significant part to play, but awareness in the podcast that needs significant part to pay, play but bringing awareness to the solution, you know, I think the other, the, the other big thing for me was drive away from technology as as the the core issue and look at implementation and adoption as the core issue. Because we we will continue to repeat the errors of the past if we don't fix that that shiny ball syndrome you know that that agency that maybe all businesses get into, but in my experience agencies are notorious for, um and and you know I've had I've had people sit down with me and say hey let's talk about this over drinks I'd listen to this podcast, and when we can get into it and give them a voice to to make something tangible and tactical that they kind of knew was out there that to me was always a big win you know and. Um, it's been interesting. I've learned so much from all the folks that we ha- we've had on both at, at, you know, we had the chisel AI guy on Ron Glosman, right? I mean there, when you look at the insure tech folks that we've had had on digital broker throughout the years. Um, and then you look at the vast majority of those firms today, it, it's, it's really kind of a, a superstar roster of, of people that we've had on here and, those are all relationships that I get to be a part of and and, and take away from. I mean, getting to know you and Adam, uh, Mike, the whole team there, you know, coming down to Austin and hanging out and seeing your office there. And then just watching your guys' growth as well, I think has been significant. I mean, you know, when you look at the the prototypical InsurTech success story, I don't know that anybody could write it better than Indio's, you know? I mean, it really has been significant. And so – it's just been, it's been so cool to be a part like in the middle of that river as it's been rushing. And now I think that, you know, it's insure tech is not the buzzword anymore. Insure tech is just the reality, right? It's technology that deals with insurance problems. And if you're not leveraging technology to deal with insurance problems, then you're probably looking for an exit at some time in the next five years, you know? And so I think bringing awareness to the financial modeling and perpetuation strategies of in, in agencies and helping, Um, you know, Mike, the guy who's a sole proprietor that bought out his dad, understand that this other cat who's a part of a a part of a large organization. They deal with similar conceptual problems. Those have all been uh, big things. And And to
1: your point on the technology side and the insure tech title or buzzword really just being uh, what the status, what, what, what you have to do. It's not even just this thing anymore. It's just the, the, the reality of the situation. I think a lot of that is exactly what you intended from the start of the podcast is technology has been this big, scary thing for a lot of people. And the reality is, is that it's just a vehicle, right? You're still solving the, for the same problems. You still have to lay the right framework for operations. It's not going, you touched on so many episodes that I loved that, Hey, if you change your AMS or you adopt a new software, it's not going to get rid of all your problems. Those things you still have to solve from an operational and a human aspect, right? There's such a large human aspect to an agency. The technology might help improve that, but you have to get those things straight first. And I think the whole message there was always, look, technology is not going away, but it shouldn't be a big scary thing. It should just be used as an enabler, but it can enable, it's only gonna enable an agency's current habits. It's gonna enable bad habits if you have bad habits, it's gonna enable good habits if you have good habits. Um, one of the most popular episodes we had was compens- compensation structures, right? It was like, let's, you gotta get these things in place. It doesn't matter how cool bells and whistles you have, if people don't feel like they're getting compensated fairly, I mean, the whole thing's going to collapse. So I feel like you just were able to connect all these dots and technology is just a piece of it. And you kind of de-risk, you know, and remove the fear around it all. And it's just great to watch and see how it's played out. And I mean, you've literally educated our industry over the last two years on all of it.
0: Well, it's been fun. I mean, you know, I think that so often we get stuck in our agencies, we get stuck in in the mud there. And now with technology and the the, the, uh, numerous amount of podcasts that are out there, it's easy to open those doors to get that to come in. I'd like to think that, you know, the digital broker helped kind of uh, pave that path as people saw like, hey, you know what? we can get an inside look at how 30 different agencies kind of have done things pick the right for right fit for us be that compensation be that hr be that a multitude of different situations and they got a at least a comparative look to be able to determine how they wanted to build that out. You know, it didn't, It doesn't ha- just have to happen by chance. It happens purposefully. You know, it happens because you d- you desire a specific outcome and you're ready to do those behaviors, you know. And, and just like you said with the tech, I mean, I, it's a wrench is a wrench. If you don't know how to use a wrench, buying a new wrench isn't going to help you. And that's always what I think of it. You know, it's learn how to use the wrench, set the foundation in place, get the people motivated, get and empl- an engaged employee is going to always be better than some whiz-bang tech Technological solution. I think one of the coolest things ever was uh, soul sucking tasks, right? Like we came up with that soul sucking (laughs) task term. And yep. then for a while at the conferences, we'd have the book where people would come and write down their soul-sucking tasks, and that was always fun. You know, to see that that resonated. You you didn't need a lot of explanation about what that meant. You know, if you were a account manager and doing that work, if you were a claims advocate, if you were a AE, a producer, something in your life was was draining you. And that phrase just kind of resonated. And so, you know, as we drove and tried to drive innovation inside of firms to reduce those soul-sucking tasks, that was a, a common language, you know. And and I think helping normalize that language, like you said, and demystifying the whole technological wizard behind the closet thing, um, was we had, we had some, some real wins there uh, and opportunity to do that. And, and I think we executed effectively on that.
1: But talking about technology within the agency, so what are the things that either you think agencies need to to adapt or that you think will be what the future looks like in due time? From a technological perspective, where is that state? Because there is an urgency that that things have to level up uh, to remain competitive.
0: Well, that's an interesting, I mean, when you think about today, you know, where we sit uh, on June 23rd, which is when we're recording this is so much different than where we were in February of this year. Right from a from a technological perspective on an agency on, on an agency basis, seventy five percent of the agencies that you'd go and talk to they said, "Hey, in three months, you're going to have ninety percent of your workforce working remotely, um, and you're going to be compelled to. You're not going to. It's not going to be optional." The hoops that they had to jump through were significant to make that happen, and so you know, I think we talked about in an episode, but COVID forced a lot of uh, catch up, right? Where we got remote, where we, so in, in that case, now we have better work-life balance. We're leveraging technology to have better employee engagement. We're having happier employees, but that's just bottom rung stuff. Now you got to figure out, okay, now that we have some of the, the modern amenities of corporate life situated, now what can we do to better both our employee experience, by offloading crap, you know, be that uh, making single entry more effective through forms technology, through you know outsourcing with a resource pro or a so they won't have to do all these different things, you know, building dashboards for their people to understand where they are. I mean, those those things to me are, are core components. Um, technology is always going to be underlined by data to me because I don't know how folks justify or quantify success of technology without using data. Technology, scalability and efficiencies, which translates to from on from, from an operations level to profitability. You, know, you get to do more with less, your people get to do less of the stuff they don't like to do and focus on more of the stuff they do like to do. Um, I think technology's core role in an agency should be to connect people that are looking for expertise to experts and to offload stuff that people don't like to do. And where they're error prone to do that, you know, how do, how do we continue to reduce that stuff? And I do think it plays a large uh, component with customer experience because if you send a PDF that they have to print out and fill out, and then they scan that back, that's a ripple effect that that, that creates a lot of work that you could have reduced by putting a little bit of time and effort into, to a technological solution that would have removed that.
1: Yeah, I think the data point that you mentioned is key. And maybe that's even some of the the things that you've always talked about that should be highlighted is that some of these things that you want to do technologically cannot be done uh, without a good clean data set, right? So a lot of the things that people are asking for, why can't we connect with a carrier? Or why can't I do this? Or why can't my BI tool give me these reports? It's because a lot of it's in data. And And so I think a lot of what you talked about, even when it comes down to structuring comps and things like that, is you're really just talking about data. You're talking about ones and zeros. And uh, that is like the groundwork that can be built upon with technology. So what are your thoughts on growth moving forward and also just operational, just processes? And I feel like they go so hand in hand. I mean, everything we've talked about does, but you can't, like we've always talked about Growth is a byproduct of, of being able to have good operations in place. Um, if you're going and you're bringing in a whole bunch of leads, but you can't do anything with them because you don't have a process, then you're never going to see any revenue from them. So what are your thoughts on those two things, those two parts of the world, the, the operations and the growth sides of, of uh, agency and its business?
0: It's interesting because I mean, I think the next 18 months will really be a, a very, very challenging time. I mean, we're seeing massive credits come back from carriers, you know, that are absolutely impacting agencies. We're seeing, you know, all kinds of, of, Challenges in the legal marketplace. We don't know exactly what losses will be will be taken. Um, we know that there's just the economy is not just going to come back. You know, it's not just going to bounce right back. We we absolutely are seeing a, an upswing, but we don't know what's going to happen with COVID. So as I look at growth, I mean, our agencies uh, for the most part we're looking at you know low low double digits, so eleven. 12% growth starting the year. Now they're looking at flat or 1%. So I really think when you think about a growth from a new sales perspective, that's gonna be something that's, that's negligible where if you were operationally inefficient or you had some key areas that you felt that you could shore up, now's a great time to do that where you could, where you could bring in a solution that could shave some dollars off that could save some, instead of having to hire four other people, bring this in, pay the people that you have a little bit more, make them happier, get them more engaged and your profitability will increase. I mean, I think profitability is going to come from, those operational efficiencies that people drive to. I mean, again, that ties into technology, that ties into data, that ties into culture. My main takeaways are, you know, prepare to be flat or one or 2% growth. You know, look at your, go through your soul sucking tasks as an agency, as a principal and say, what are the things that are draining us financially? What can you do to reduce that immediately, shore that up with technology to create more efficiencies so ultimately your profit margins won't be destroyed by this? I mean, it's going to be a wild year when so many agencies are dependent upon
1: contingent income, and we just don't know what that's going to look like this year. Definitely, we're at a pivotal point, right? I mean, there's going to be things that never, that happen in the future that never would have been considered, never would have been implemented because of the things that have happened over the last six months. So it's kind of, it's not, you know, there's no good point to end a show or anything like that, but I feel like it's a point right now where we can leave ourselves a little bit of a cliffhanger and say, you know, what's to come. Let's take a step back. Let's see what's coming. And, and so I've never been on that on the show, right. I've always just been in the background. So this has been a cool experience to actually do this with you. We always hang out, have conversations, but they're never on the show. Always have good deep combos. So this was a great opportunity for me to say, hey, if, if Ryan's moving on, uh, I'm doing the last show with him because we're getting one in the books. And um, so I appreciate it. Uh I hope I know everyone else out there appreciates all the stuff that you've done over the last two years for the show. And, you know, we're not going anywhere, right? You might not be doing the digital broker every week, but everyone's going to see you out there doing the the circuits when they open back up and same conversations we have on the show. You'll be, you know, at the forefront of those conversations in every day. So uh, it's just, it's bittersweet, but I'm still, I'm excited for you and uh, and all the things that you're still working on and you got coming ahead. You know, I would,
0: I would always want to leave in a place that uh, that there was a little bit more wanted before people were like, this dude's got, the go you know and so I think with all of the things that 2020 threw at us it's not a bad time to to pause take a breath figure out all the different nuances that are going on uh, mainly I just leave with appreciation and just a lot of love in my heart you know I, I it's been just a, a blessing to n- know you and the Indio team and to be a part of this uh, the, the the podcast and the industry as a whole it's a it's a great, like you said, it's a great time to be a part of this industry. It's it's challenging for us right now, um, but we're seeing significant, tremendous amounts of innovation and product come out, and I just, I could not be happier and more proud of what we've created with the Digital Broker and helping agencies out there, and so uh, to you, Ken, I appreciate it, and to, to, to Mike and Adam, I'm just, it's been awesome to be a part of the Indio story, and I just, I'm glad to have been been a small piece of it, man.
1: Yeah. Well, it goes both ways. And like you said, to your point, you know, this isn't for the digital broker, this isn't the end. We're going to pause it and then we're going to, we're going to come back and and we'll keep everyone posted on that. Keep everyone in the loop and and let everyone know when we're, we're firing it back up again. Uh, And until then, uh, Ryan, uh, thanks for having me on the show. Um, (laughs) And uh, I'll let you do the final, uh, the, the, the final, the final. Uh, I will.
0: I will do it. I will do it. I will right, well, thank you, listeners, again for being a part of the digital broker with me, Ryan Deeds. Tune in whenever Ken brings this thing back in all its resplendent glory to bring you more information, more education. You know, Indio has been a great partner of ours, and we should definitely support them. Um, just from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for, for listening, and, and for those of you that have, have reached out to me, uh, it's, always, it's always an important thing to hear from you guys, so thanks so much. If you don't know NDO, you should check them out, www.useindio.com. This is Ryan Deeds, and we probably won't talk next week. This podcast is brought to you by Indio Technologies. Indio simplifies the insurance application process for brokers and their clients. When using Indio, the process is fast, easy, and eNo free, saving your agency time and money. You can learn more about Indio and register for a one-on-one demo at www.useindio.com/podcast. That's www dot U-S-E-I-N-D-I-O dot com slash podcast.